Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 Show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my sexy girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? How much? It's been a good week here. It is July 18th, 1997. And? And I'm heartbroken. Are you? Yeah, aren't you? Heartbroken. <laughs> I don't think that's a song. I, I don't there's think a song so about. I think you're making it up in your mind Do right now. Do you think now. there's a song about heartbreak, though? I'm sure there are several. <laughs> but but are there any country songs about it? No, not a one. All right. Anyway. If anybody knows a country song about heartbreak. <laughs> Jesus. Late Fee, 1994 at AOL.com. So if any of you have been, I don't know, following along in the tapes of the old 90210 episodes, because we have still not caught up um, to the live episodes, Mm -hmm. then you know why we're sad. I guess, yeah. If anybody's actually watching the show, yeah. But uh, Dylan. Dylan. This whole episode is about Dylan, his bride, their bachelor and bachelorette parties. And that's about it. Yep, there's that's a, all that happens. There's a little bit of Ray. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Vaguely ominous Ray, we'll call him. <laughs> right. Yeah, something bad's going to happen there, too. Oh, yeah. But um, they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they're doing it, like, right now. <laughs> like, no waiting. Like, that's right, no waiting. Very, very quick wedding here. Like it's their last day on earth or something. Right? And um, her dad had given his blessing in the last episode. Although the the cliffhanger of the last episode was him talking to one of his dudes and being like, oh, I'm dead. Kill him. Oh, yeah. Well, in this episode, he decides to tell his daughter that he is not giving his blessing and he's not coming to the wedding and everything, which I think is stupid as fuck. Because... Oh, yeah. He already, you know, said he wants somebody to kill this guy. So at least act like you're on board so you're not the first suspect. Right? Yeah. Idiot. Agreed. But, you know, he he breaks her heart by telling her he's not going to come to her wedding. Um, The guys are coming to kill Dylan the night before the wedding. Yeah, yeah, the day before the wedding, kind of. Yeah. It's still light out. Yeah. And uh, instead, the gang comes and kidnaps both uh, Dylan and Noxima girl. Separately. Yeah. The, for, the good gang. Yeah. For their bachelor and bachelorette parties. Although Tiffany Amber Thiessen's not there. I don't think she had a line in the entire episode. No, you're right. She wasn't there the whole time. No, she was She was in a couple scenes. Was she? At the end, she was there. I don't want to spoil okay. what she was there for, but she was there, but she did not speak. Huh. I wonder if she got paid scale this episode. I don't know. But I think she gets paid. I think if you're in the main cast, you get... You get paid anyway, hmm. I believe. So she just got some easy money. Yeah. Yeah, so... The- All these kids are getting easy money. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right? Not not one real actor among them. Aw, that's mean and well, untrue. I mean, like, you know, there's a couple decent actors, I guess. Yeah, there are several decent actors. S- several is... That's going way too far. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, the Hitmen... 
literally like make a joke like, oh, I guess no one told the kid he was getting hit today or whatever, like, you know, because he left. And they're just not going to do it now. Which, I mean, what are they supposed to do, though? There's all those people. Yeah, I'm true. But like, I don't know. It's just like it seems like they would have come up with a different plan. Yeah. Because the wedding's tomorrow. Yeah. And he obviously wanted to uh, stop them from getting married. Right. But, um, and then, oh, and sadly, prior to this, uh, who was with her? Donna and Kelly are shopping with uh, Tony for her wedding dress. Yeah. And talking about how, you know, she seems so lonely. I mean, think about it. We've only known her a couple months and we're the ones helping her do this. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck? They're right. She has no friends. Yeah. No friends came to the wedding. No, no none of her friends came to the reception. It's, uh, I mean... I think her dad was like, I'm sorry, Tony, we can't afford for, to pay for you to have friends. Oh, wait, no, that was the producers. Right. No, I mean, like, Bruno, I think, was the only person outside of her dad in her life. Yeah. And that's very sad. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he just, I mean, he, he was, she was just sheltered? I guess, yeah. I mean, that's the, I mean, the, the joke that I'm making is obviously the producers didn't want to shell out some money for a friend or two. Obviously. To hire. But. but, yeah, I guess in the guise of the show, yeah, I would assume that, I mean, here's a, a, a young lady whose dad is obviously in some sort of fucking organized crime kind of thing or something. I don't know. He's not a, yeah. good, he's not a good guy. And she goes to school accompanied by a bodyguard that, like, yeah. kind of follows her around. I'm sure that that doesn't scream, come talk to me. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I'm sure she's quite sheltered. Poor girl. So, yeah, so they pick out her wedding dress, then they take her to a bachelorette party, and the girls get strippers, of course. Two male strippers? What did you think? What did you think of those cheesecake strippers there, babe? Uh, whatever. Or whatever, beefcake. I don't, I don't really get into, like, the muscle, oily dudes. You don't get into muscle, because you're... Oh, come on. You know you have muscle. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's not, like, my thing. So, yeah. It was gross. I wouldn't like that. I don't know if I'd call it gross. I wouldn't like it if some, like, oily, strange man with, like, a six-pack is, like, dancing in front of me with, like, a G-string on. Like, Mm -hmm. no. That sounds really gross and weird, and I don't think I'd like it. I've, I've experienced that. A man? Yeah. How? Why? <laughs> what happened? So, uh, one year, not too long ago, but one year we had a uh, a family reunion. And what we do... You got strippers for your family reunion? Just listen. The <laughs> day before the family reunion, so family reunion's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The day before the family reunion, we do a road rally where, I don't know if you've ever done one before, if you've heard of it, but basically... You get a clue, you you solve the clue, it takes you to some place. And then at that place, you find another clue. Okay. Or, and, you know, like there's like a puzzle, you got to find like, you know, what color is this or whatever, and that like helps you get to the answer of the next one. And you just keep solving uh, puzzles till you get to the final destination, which is like a restaurant that you're going to eat at. And that's like, you know, what we would do the night before family reunion, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one one year we uh, you know 
get to the restaurant. We, you know, whoever gets there first wins a prize, you know, first, second, third, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we get to the restaurant and everything. We're, we're down in the basement, our party. It's a, you know, it's a fairly large party because we have a decent sized family. And down there as well is a bachelorette party. <laughs> and the bachelorettes hired a stripper that came into the restaurant. Oh my gosh. And was dancing for the women at the table right next to us. Like, I, so picture this. It's a basement of a restaurant. There's three large banquet tables. Okay. We were at the second large banquet table. The first table was some, uh, some other party. And then behind us, another large banquet table with the bachelorettes. And they had the stripper come strip. Were there children at this family reunion? Yes. That's awful. That shouldn't even be allowed. And the funniest part was, is that one of my aunts, who was at the time was like, I don't know, like in her like late 60s, staring over, like, ooh, she was getting very, uh, very excited. Wow. Yeah. It's messed up. Yes. It's messed up shit, man. Yes. Technically not an aunt of mine, a great aunt. One of my mom's aunts. Okay. So they seem to enjoy their male strippers, though. Oh, much. they were having fun and smoking cigars. Yeah, what is up? Like, the guys had this really tame party. They were drinking. Yeah, a little bit. Not Dylan. Obviously. But everybody else. Um, even Brandon, which is usually not good. But he, he, he maintained this episode. He was yeah. all right. <laughs> Donna too. Be a lot cooler if he did. Like you always worry when Brandon or Donna drink. Adonna was definitely drinking. Oh, she was far gone, but she was. I thought okay. she was attack one of those strippers, <laughs> right? Be um, my first. And Ray shows up. Yeah, at the fucking bachelorette party, and uh, I just Cla- want to talk to you, Donna. Claire's like, uh, you're not welcome here anymore, and he still just like. You know, is in the in the door in the house. Like he has no boundaries at all. No, and he's he's all talking to Don, and he's like, "Please, Donna, take me back. I've been working so hard. I've been going to therapy twice a week." And she's like, "You need it or whatever." And then he's like, "Listen, you better uh, you better listen to me, or you you better you better hear me out, or 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 I'm gonna make your life a living hell, or you'll be sorry, or something like that." Some vaguely threatening. He's such an asshole. It's like, that's definitely going to, that's going to moisten her, isn't it? <laughs> what, I mean, like, what does he think is going to happen here? Yeah, he's, uh, I don't know. He's a weirdo. He's lucky that she hasn't pressed charges. We need, he needs to go. Mm-hmm. Go back to play young Al Calavici <laughs> in another episode of Quantum Leap, even though the show's been canceled. Yeah, I would rather he go, you know, I mean... Dylan and Tony were planning on going to uh, yeah, they Hawaii. They should have sent uh, they should have sent him to go talk to her dad. Right? <laughs> Would have been a feel good episode. So okay, so day of the wedding, Dylan wants a private ceremony mm-hmm. with only the minister and Brandon and him and Tony. Yes, that was weird. Oh, and um, because her dad wasn't coming, uh, Bruno gave her away, so he was there also. That's right. That's just like what, and then they just immediately have a reception with everybody. It's like why not just let them watch you get married? Well, the, right, the gang. Yeah, like, he hired a string quartet. Yeah, or whatever. It was nice. It was tasteful, I suppose. But yeah. 
They did their own vows, which were, you know. Whatever. Yeah, not great. <laughs> Wasn't like the most memorable thing in the world. No. I always felt like I was running away from something, but I was running towards something. I didn't know what. Yeah. And her vow was, you never have to run anymore. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> really kind of just built off mine. Doesn't seem like you wrote your own. Just so, ad-libbing it on the day, huh? Right. And, I mean, there's some cute things throughout, you know, that their friends did for them. There's a little note on the door. He carries her across the threshold. There's candles everywhere. It's like, oh, you know, nice. Like, he's a millionaire, though. Like, he couldn't afford an actual honeymoon. I don't right. get that. They um, were trying to build tension for us the entire time, I think. Yeah, because, you know, we're waiting for somebody to try to kill him. And mm. so, like, yeah. There's not a knock at the door. He's like, I'll go get it. Oh, right. it's just... uh Steve and and what's his name Nat Nat with in breakfast tuxedos. yeah dropping off breakfast for them which was nice yeah but yeah, rented a tuxedo for that yeah that was like good. maybe five minutes I would hope that those were the same tuxedos they wore at the wedding so what wedding or the reception okay whatever but yeah I mean the whole time we're just kind of waiting for somebody to like shoot Dylan in the head yeah, like try to anyway. <laughs> And if you guys remember, last episode, they got a cat. Yes. They found a cat. Because Tony insisted that they were keeping this cat. Because she calls all the shots. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's ironic. Black cat (laughs) on Halloween. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're like, oh, it's it's not bad luck. It's good luck. Well, this cat's missing. And it's raining. And Yeah, it's pouring rain, so she's all worried. If you can believe it. Why does it not rain in California? Not often. Mm. But she's all worried about this cat. And so she's like, you got to find him. And he's like, okay, well, her dad had called and wants him to come to his office to talk. Yeah. And Dylan's trying to tell him to go fuck himself. But she's like, no, wait, hear him out. I want you guys to get along. Like, come on, lady. His dad killed, or your dad killed his dad. Yeah, That's bad. not ever going to be okay. Bad decision. But she's asking him to hear him out, and now the cat's missing, and now she's also asking him to find the cat, which is like conflicting things, and like, take care of some shit yourself, lady, right? Well, so the dad says, I have a surprise for Antonia. Yeah. So Dylan says, why don't you go get your surprise? Yep. And I'll find the cat. So he stays to find the cat, and she gets in his car. Right. In the pouring rain in the dark. With a hoodie on. <laughs> and some Noxium on her face, presumably. <laughs> and, uh... But now, real quick, before we get there, uh, Bruno overhears a couple conversations. He doesn't really know what to make of it from the boss, the dad, with this uh, this black dude who I guess is like the head of his security detail or whatever, his partner in crime, who knows. And he says something to the guy... The black guy, Bruno does, like, oh, you know, whatever, maybe he'll offer him a job. And he's like, yeah, yeah, if he makes it on a live, maybe he'll offer him a job. And uh, walks away, and Bruno's like, oh, fuck. So he tries to call them, but they've taken the phone off the hook. Yeah, because they kept getting all these interruptions, and they want to fuck because it's their honeymoon. Right. Understandable. I'm assuming they at least got to do that before uh, everything well, yeah, else no, happened. Do you remember the when they woke up in bed and her hair was all framed over the pillow? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of hair on that lady. Yeah. So Bruno tries to call him, 
for a long time and then decides at the last minute when it's like two minutes to five or whatever, maybe I'll call Brandon at the basement. Yeah, so he calls Brandon and says, there's a hit out on Dylan. And Brandon just takes off running Mm -hmm. and hops in his car and goes to try to, you know, warn him. And yeah, Dylan answers the door. Yeah, because he's been looking for the cat and he's still there. But, He's uh, like, oh, good, you haven't left, thank God. He's like, yeah, but Antonio just left. So, yeah, they hop in the car to go after her. She's driving down the road. Night, rain. Another car pulls over. Pulls in front of her. Yeah. Cuts her off. Yeah, and then gets out and shoots her. Doesn't get out. Shoots her through the window. Just bang, 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 bang. Okay. She's dead. Okay, that's the, that's, that's the the whole point. Brandon there. and uh, and Dylan catch up to her. They open the door. She spills out, and Dylan tries. No, he doesn't. You don't think he's, he don't think he's put any effort into this at all. Are you talking about tries to seem sad or tries to save her? Because there's no, no. CPR. Tries to tries to seem sad. Oh, okay, yeah, he does. Yes. It wasn't as bad. Look what they did to her. Look what they did to her. It wasn't as bad as when his dad died. It was. It was fine. For soap opera style acting, it was fine. He, um, I mean, he didn't look like a Muppet. Well, that's true. Brandon did better. Yeah. It was understated what he was doing. He's looking and you can see him kind of, you know, like. I don't know, like catch in his throat or whatever, like hold back or whatever. Yeah, he was reacting. Yeah, he did fine. I agree. He he did a better job than Jason Priestley did a better job than Luke Perry in this scene. Luke Perry just can't act sad. Maybe this dude's never sad. <laughs> I mean, he's you know he's good looking, you know, reasonably so with all the sharpie. Skin around his face. <laughs> right. He's rich. Yeah. You know, so maybe he has nothing to feel bad about. But it's very it's very difficult for him. He's not as bad as, like, say, Keanu Reeves. No, for sure. But he's not good. But anyway, Dylan, we, we're afraid, right, that he's going to leave the show with Antonia and go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So now she's dead. Yeah. And there's, by the way, a funeral that her father attends. Oh, yeah. This was what what balls. I don't. I mean, like, I, I would not have been able to allow that. Like, I don't know how he handled that. Not only that, but so they have the funeral. This is where Tiffany Amber Thiessen's there. Okay. Yeah. But just looking sad. That's it. Right. Looking sad that she didn't get anything written for in this episode. <laughs> but, so after the funeral, he walks over, you know, to talk to the dad. They talk to each other privately in the cemetery. And he's like, if it wasn't for you, she'd still be alive. It's like, yeah, that's some the, fucking balls, too. The dad says that to Dylan. The dad who ordered the hit that killed his daughter. Right. You killed her. Yeah. You idiot. But he blames Dylan. Right. Everything I've I've ever loved has been taken away from me by yourself. Right. And then he holds out his gun to Dylan. He's like, take it. Do it. Kill me. You'll be doing us both a favor. And it's like, you know, you're in public, right? Like, Right. <laughs> Dylan's going to go to jail if he shoots you right now. 
Like, he can't just run a walk away from that. Right. Well, I don't think that he... Let I, him go to a fucking warehouse or something where he could presumably, you know, hide your body. I don't think that he really thought he'd do it, and I don't think that... Oh, I do. I absolutely think he thought he'd do it. Okay, well, then I guess he thinks he's stupid and he wanted him to go to jail. He wanted him to kill him before. before. Or he didn't want him to kill him before, but Dylan wanted to kill him before. Yeah. So he already knows that. Like, I think he genuine, genuinely thought that he was going to die, and I think he wanted to die. Mm-hmm. Well, instead, Dylan says, my dad's dead, your daughter's dead, we're even now, and drops the gun. Like, what the fuck? It's your wife, though, too. Yeah. that's so a, You're not even. Kind of two for one, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know how, like, what kind of fucked up math that is, but Check you're not even. Even. <laughs> I mean, unless that was his diabolical plan the whole time. (laughs) That would be be fucked up if that was revealed that. (laughs) That would be fucked up. I told you I'd get my revenge. (laughs) He just starts monologuing. (laughs) I assumed that you would hate uh, me getting married to Antonio and you'd want to kill me. I planted a cat outside. (laughs) Just flashback to him, like, going right. to an animal shelter and then just, like, setting this cat out here. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know what to make of it. Like, do you think that makes him a good person? Because I don't, I just, I think Who, he's Dylan? just a stupid person to forgive him like that. Oh, yeah, I would have fucking, I would have ratted on the police to him. Yeah, for sure. And I can't believe, I can't imagine that he would have put up that much of a fight in his grieving state. Yeah. Seeing as he, you know, murdered, the orchestrated the murder of his daughter. I mean, I, I, I kind of hope he goes home and shoots himself. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we're actually going to get any kind of resolution to his character. Oh, I don't think so. But, I mean, we can just, that can just be canon in yeah. our, in our minds <laughs> that he goes home and kills himself. And then who gets everything? Bruno? I guess so. <laughs> Next episode, Bruno's just on the beach in Hawaii. Right. Hey, Dylan. <laughs> Isn't this great? And then Dylan fucking leaves anyway. So so we're losing Pets Luke Perry. Losing our religion. What were you saying? Said so packs up his cat and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. On a motorcycle with a cat carrier. Weird. Weird situation there. Right. And I wouldn't want that fucking cat either. Like, I would handle this whole thing very differently. <laughs> shot that cat. And he just tells Brandon, hey, lock up for me. Like. Not going to sell your house? What the fuck? Just going to sit empty? Still going to pay property taxes on that? In California? In this economy? <laughs> what are you thinking, Dylan? Right. And I mean, like, what, is he kind of giving a house to Brandon? Brandon has his own house. No, Brandon's Brandon's just collecting real estate in California. Way to go, Brandon. (laughs) Brandon's the one with the diabolical plan. I pushed my parents out. Now you're gone. (laughs) Right. No, he said to, to Keats at one point that he was sad. Because everybody's been leaving him. I think that might have been last episode, but... No, it was this episode. Yeah. First... Go ahead. What? Oh, go ahead. No, he's like, first Brenda uh-huh. moves to Paris. Right. Then my parents, with like no warning, just up and move. Andrea Zuckerman, too. Oh, Andrea, yeah, and now Dylan. Right. 
That is a lot of people to leave. I think that's just Jason Priestley being like, oh, my friends are leaving the show. (laughs) Um, But two things I wanted to mention that you you made me think of. Hmm. Uh, First of all, Keats is at the bachelorette party. Yeah. Apparently she has no problem with male strippers and cigars. That, yeah. that seems way against her, her own personality. I agree. It but doesn't she, really fit her character. But she was so cool with it. If it was female strippers. Oh, you're right. She'd be pissed. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing is, right before the wedding, it's like, just like, it's like dispatches from the people we forced off the show. He's like, right, it's like, I have a telegram here. It's from my parents, Jim and Cindy. And then he reads the whole thing. He's like, I've got another one from Brenda. Are, are we going to bring Shannon uh, Doherty back on the show for a cameo to uh, just to, uh, you know, say something to Dylan right before his wedding? It have a lot of emotion and 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 import to that scene. Nah, just have Brandon read a telegram. They must hate her so Fuck much. Yes. Oh, my God. Because imagine that scene writes itself. Yeah. Her calling or or flying in to see, you know, to see him. Yeah, one last time. Yeah. yeah. I guess this settles the Brenda or Kelly debate, she says. Yeah, and what Maxima. in the fuck? I'm sorry, but no, that that's too, like, self-aware yeah. for this show, like, to be like, oh, the Brenda-Kelly debate. Like, what? Like, no, you're not an audience member. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it was ridiculous. And then Jim and Cindy also sent one. To congratulate him. Yeah. That's, whatever. That was more generic. Yeah. We couldn't be happier if it was our own son or whatever. And I said, I said they're, they're, we're glad you didn't marry Brenda or whatever. And then Dylan actually says it. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just happy that it's not done being Brenda. Yeah. And that's what he says. Speaking of Brenda, producers have told me to read this out as well. <laughs> And all of a sudden, Kelly seemed fine with Noxima Girl in this episode, which mm. is weird. Yeah. That didn't make any sense she's either. She's going to die. She wrote the script. <laughs> she felt bad. Right. So, yeah, he rides off on his motorcycle, and we may or may not ever see him again. Yeah, he rides off into the sunset. To with go, the cat. To go do some fucking terrible movies, I'm sure. Because he was in that eight seconds movie. Yep. About bull riders. Yeah, it wasn't great. No. It wasn't bad, though. He was in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. I love that movie. I know you do. That's why I brought it up. (laughs) Well, we'll see what else he does. Maybe it'll be better. Hopefully he doesn't need to look sad. (laughs) Okay. He has to play a happy-go-lucky guy in whatever he's in. Right. What was he in? He was in that uh, The Fifth Element very briefly. Mm. Looking, yeah, I kind of remember that. Looking out of place in the 1920s. Right. Looking very 1990s in the 1920s. Yeah. Ah, but that is the episode, guys. So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com mm-hmm. or check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com yep. and uh, tell your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.